Good evening, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Don't Tread on Me. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and tonight is Friday the 4th, 2022, and the revolution in Canada is picking up and heating up. And you better buckle up because it's heading south. And if you aren't ready to take up to support Canadians, you're on the wrong side of this fight. This is a global fight for humanity, and Canadians are taking the lead. And I'm telling you, they're holding strong. We're going to get into all that tonight, including the seizure of their money, the fighting back by their lawyers. They're repositioning over on Give, Send, Go, the threats by the police, and that hand puppet, Baby Castro, who's out here playing games, trying to make it sound like something it isn't. But we've got great clips and great stories tonight, so buckle up. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the home station, home plate for Bards Nation on MyPillow. And right now, when you use your Bards code, you get anything you get on that site, you use your Bards code, you're going to get a free copy of Mike Lindell's fantastic book, which is an inspiration to everybody. How somebody who is addicted to drugs became one of the most powerful CEOs in the world, and he's leading with Christ. I'll tell you, this man, if we had 300 of him, we would not have a problem today. So jump, jump on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code over on that site, anywhere on the MyPillow site, anywhere on the Frank Speech site, anywhere on the MyStore site. All sorts of incredible savings. 60% off on Giza sheets, 50% off on my my slippers, 50% off on menswear, sleepwear for women, all of that. It's all there. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And for this spiritual fight of the time, which it is a spiritual fight, we have the Bible for this time, which is thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. Again, use your promo code Bards and get 20% off on this incredible Bible. This is a Bible not only in God's Word in an NASB 1995 edition, but it has our founding fathers' documents worked in. You can literally witness how our founding fathers use Scripture as a living language something we all need to remember. It was powerful then, it's more powerful now. So check it out, thefoundersbible.com forward, use your promo code BARDS, thefoundersbible.com, use your promo code BARDS, get 20% off on the Founders Bible, which is a heritage and heirloom Bible, incredible, incredible version of the Bible, all printed in good old US of A. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com, that's for the home for the Bards branded coffee. It's the coffee for the warriors of this time. And keep it keeps your head focused, that energy going all day long, sustained energy while boosting your serotonin and helping fortify your immune system. Let's not forget we are in the middle of a bio war against the humanity of this world, and they're not playing, and we, we can't play back. All of these products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are designed specifically to boost your immune system, to give you that strength and that shield of armor that you need to entering into the war every single day. Remember, these people that got injected are shedding. 
That's right, they're shedding. We know that. So head on over to ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's X-P-E-D. Check out the whole line of products. That includes the Expedition Coffee, which is the foundational product for your energy and your mental clarity. You've got Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract, high in vitamin C. You have the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, which is one of the number one ways we get sick, which is leaky gut syndrome. And then Pure 47. This one's like the arrow into the heart for all that viruses that come at you. They, it will wrap around those pathogens and it'll even knock, like isolate all of the COVID SARS bioweapons being launched against us. Finally, Earth is that full body nutrient powder you mix with, a, with water, drink it like a shake, everything your body needs for a full day. So check it out, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. So Patriots, I want to start out with just kind of a very solemn perspective on where we are and then we're going to dig in and punch hard tonight so check this out 55 seconds quickly for you're ready for what's coming because we're in for a very very interesting year folks stay strong stay safe stay focused do be prepared for what's coming and now is the time for the spiritual test we've really been talking about folks it's all going to come out this year this is a very very important year so hold your ground hold the line and it's a spiritual line you've got to hold. Even when your friends and family fall by the wayside around you, stay true to yourself. In order to survive what's coming, you're gonna to need to be fiercely independent in all that you do. And things are going to have to play out. So you're going to have to get back in touch with your life skills. And you've got to be a safety net for those people who are waking up to this corruption because now they're gonna need you more than ever. Don't forget those words. Everybody's going to need, those other people out there are going to need us more than they need anything else. We're the guides. Patriots, we've been in this fight for a long time. We've been preparing for this time. It is ramping up. It is getting more intense. And this year is going to be very intense. And thanks to what's going on in Canada, they are starting to push the window and they're going to push this thing over the edge, hopefully, which is exactly what we need. We need to expose these dirtbags for what they are and we need to take them all down. Not any of them can be can escape. Now Canada's in one heck of a fight right now, and they're getting they're already starting to feel the squeeze. And you you heard myself say this, and a few others out there saying that when they got into this, this is a just a basket of hornets. The minute they got in there, because Canada is defying defying the new world order. We have yet to do that. We're playing games with Clay Clark rallies and Trump rallies and all this other stuff. We've got to get our head in the game of what is actually supposed to be happening. Trump is not coming back to fix this. The White Hats are not in control. They come in and save the day. And going to a bunch of rallies and watching people dance around on stage is not going to fix this problem. This is going to take grit and it's going to take guts. And Canada's leading the world with grit and guts right now. Let's keep in mind, it is minus 30 Celsius up there right now. And they're out there in mass, in mass. Now, let's, let me, I played this yesterday. I'm going to play this clip again. This is 56 seconds from a BlackRock executive. I want you to listen to this as we set the context for tonight. The global debt uh, bubble is at, is at its peak, and um, it's becoming apparent, uh, given what's going on across the globe, that um, we're at the end. And due to that fact, um, we're going to see um, lots of crazy things in the financial markets. I think uh, we're going to see... Um, the credit markets become unhinged. The equity markets become unhinged. Um, you know, the Fed got a reprieve from COVID when they were able to, you know, the cover of COVID print 
65% more money um, to keep this thing afloat. But we're at the end end days here. And um, a lot of what you're seeing in the response from global governments is what I believe is um, setting up a system to, um, you know, under the guise of medical tyranny, to uh, prevent uh, the riots that are going to ensue once this thing all unwinds. That's my personal belief, and I, I watch what people do know what they say. Those words are dead on, and he's, he's on target with what's actually happening. Check this headline out today on Zero Hedge. Bank of America says endgame begins. Global rate shock has triggered tech wreck and recession countdown and systemic event. They're lining it up. They're getting ready. At the same time, headline comes out today that there's long funeral homes and short life insurers. Ex-BlackRock fund manager discovers disturbing trends in mortality. Of course, we know what that is. That's all the shot that's killing people. The best headline of the day, which is it's tongue-in-cheek, attack of the transphobic Putin Nazi truckers. <laughs> Go Canada. You betcha. That's the whole thing right there. Oh, that reminds me of someone else that we love so much. Justin Trudeau. All right. Well, I'm going to play you a little clip here from the Trudeau man. Let's listen to his melodramatic. Here it comes. The past few days, Canadians were shocked and frankly disgusted oh. by the behavior displayed by some people protesting in our nation's capital. <laughs> Hate can never be the answer. I want to be very clear. No. We are not intimidated no. by those who hurl insults and abuse at small business workers and steal food from the homeless. Oh, my we goodness, as they're handing it to out. to those who fly racist flags. We won't cave to those who engage in vandalism or dishonor the memory of our veterans. Tous les Canadiens ont le droit d'exprimer leur opinion et leur désaccord avec leur gouvernement. Mais ils n'ont pas le droit de menacer There is no place in our country for threats, violence, or hatred. So to those responsible Ooh, for this behavior, it needs to stop. To anyone who joined the convoy but is rightly uncomfortable with the symbols of hatred and division on display, that would be the Canadian flag. Fellow Canadians, be courageous and speak out. That would be the honking horns, by the way. Or with intolerance and hate. And to Canadians at home, watching in disgust and disbelief at this behavior, wondering how this could have happened in our nation's capital after everything we've been because through with you're behavior a turd. on display this weekend does not represent you. Hateful no. rhetoric, abuse towards their fellow citizens. There's always a Where is Trudeau? to protest peacefully that I and others will defend fully as part of this democracy. As he runs away. There is not a right to incite violence, I will defend it from my hidden bunker. spew hatred. It looks like a house. And I think anyone who is part of this group who is disgusted by what their folks protesting alongside are doing. Oh, here comes some bad doing, French again. Hang on. Needs to step up and take responsibility. Here it comes condemn these actions where's Trudeau and look for other ways to express their displeasure where's Waldo aux expressions de haine et d'intolérance qu'on uh, a vu yeah. parmi ces manifestants je veux remercier Tupe Trudeau vive de la merde mon dieu c'est la révolution all right I've got one for you him this will give you a little punch here Trudeau our response is something like this 
We don't want to start a riot here on the wagon train, okay? You don't want your top military guards to be decapitated, heads on pikes around the Bastille, okay? You don't want that. No resistance! Okay, you don't want any of that, okay? You don't want that to happen. Each of us will be a cog in a big machine, an empty machine, but it's gonna have to be that way or else we'll all starve. Our king is a great yeah, whatever, Trudeau, whatever, whatever. We don't care. I'll tell you right now, Canada, keep on rocking. You're, you're irritating them. But let's remind ourselves of some of the things that Canada is now facing in this uh, dangerous time. First of all, here's, I want, to hear, want you to hear one of these radicals that he's talking about. Here it comes. Listen to this. Hold on right now. All right, guys, we have... Our brother Mark here, he's been filling up this entire street section with gas for free on his dollar, you guys. This is just the kind of support we're getting here. Um, it's the most patriotism I've ever seen in my life for Canada. Oh, that's one of those radical gas guys that's going around and filling the truckers' tanks for free out of his own dime. That's that radicalness he's talking about. But let us not forget the woke culture and how wonderful they are. I swear these people are in for a surprise. Here we go. Check this one out. I want to ask the mayor if he will pick up the phone and call GoFundMe in the States direct, directly and demand that they cease and desist sending money to these unlawful protesters. Ah. And perhaps while he's at it, he could pick up the phone and ask the prime minister to do the same. Please. We've had some conversations about perhaps suing GoFundMe, but... Uh, legal action takes time, and this is urgent. <laughs> we need to cut off the pipeline of funding to these um, uh, people that are unlawfully uh, mercenaries, if you will, that are unlawfully protesting and occupying our communities. Oh, my goodness. They're domestic terrorists that eat donuts, sit quietly in their truck, drive around with Canadian flags. And people bring them brown bag lunches. But here is an update on the GoFundMe situation, which is very real. GoFundMe today, if you didn't hear, seized $9 million. $9 million. And we'll give you a little update on that, and then I'll tell you why they actually did it. So here, check this out. This is from the uh, Freedom Convoy 2022, head one of their head organizers. Mayor Leach here um, from beautiful downtown Ottawa on this lovely Friday afternoon. Uh, we are here today to give you an update on the situation here with GoFundMe, as well as how you can continue to help the truckers that we have on the ground here. So as you know, GoFundMe has only released a million of the over $10 million that you have donated thus far, and they've frozen uh, the rest of it for now. Um, I wanted to get you some accurate information on how you can support the truckers that are on the ground here at the moment. Uh, we've decided to team up with an organization called Give, Send, Go, and which is going to enable us to get donations into the hands of the truckers much, much quicker while everybody gets the rest of this stuff sorted out. So it's going to be Give, Send, Go. It is Freedom Convoy 2022. Uh, that you can check out their site. There'll be links posted here shortly once we have all this information up. Uh, and uh, yeah, so please, if you can donate uh, and help us keep these truckers going, you know, we plan to be here for the long haul, as long as it takes to ensure that your rights and freedoms are restored. And obviously from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you very much and we will continue to bring you updates as we have all of that information. So thank you very much. All right, that's totally awesome. Uh, the link is Give, Send, Go. 
dot com forward slash freedom convoy 2022 freedom convoy 2022 gofundme can go drop dead there they are it's unfortunate they were used in the first place but that's uh, what it is so their uh, goal is 16 million dollars they launched this earlier today they're at 107,000 we got to keep supporting them as much as possible they're in a fight patriots they're in a fight. Canada is in their first revolution, and it's getting very serious, as we knew it would. I want you to hear this. First of all, uh, this is the police threat assessment, and it's pretty much them laying down what they're going to do. So this we knew was coming, and those, there's more to this because now the FBI and the RCMP are working together to track even our truckers. We are at the core of the beast right now. We're cutting at the heart. And you have to be prepared for what that means. When you, when you corner a rabid animal, they get very dangerous. And this is the only way forward is to make it as dangerous and as evil in the public's eye as possible. So buckle up because this is literally going to get rough rides ahead, but we have to stay together. So listen to this. This is two minutes of a police briefing today. We have increased ability to identify and target protesters and supporters of protesters who are funding and enabling unlawful and harmful activity by the protesters themselves. Investigative evidence gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecutions. Every unlawful act, including traffic and insurance violations, will be fully pursued regardless of the origin, at any time in the future. The primary focus of each of these measures will be on the unlawful behavior connected to the ongoing demonstrations. This includes parallel and counter demonstrations. We strongly urge all demonstrators and those engaging with the demonstrators to act lawfully, peacefully, and respectfully. The hatred the violence, the illegal acts that Ottawa residences and businesses have endured over the last week is unacceptable in any circumstance. The Ottawa Police Service and the City of Ottawa are bringing significantly greater resources to restore order, hold offenders to account, and protect our neighbourhoods. The current demonstration in the parliamentary precinct red zone remains unresolved despite significant successes in reducing the number of trucks and demonstrators while preventing riots, injuries, or deaths. We take no solace in these operational successes to date. Our goal is to end the demonstration. The demonstrators in the red zone area remain highly organized, well-funded, extremely committed to resisting all attempts to end the demonstration safely. This remains, as it was from the beginning, an increasingly volatile, an increasingly dangerous demonstration. The only risk people have are the police. Let's get clear here. So men in blue, women in blue, listen to this very carefully if you're, if you're online. You step across that line and start affecting the people's liberty, you're on the wrong side of this fight, and it's not going to come out well. Canada's not backing down, and the world's standing with it. Now, I know the U.S. is mobilizing. We've got some updates on that at the end. So Canada hangs strong because we're starting to move and you're going to want us to move, and you're going to want us to join you. And I know Canada's asking, where's America? Well, we're coming. Don't worry. And we've got your back. But you got to keep strong, Canada, and do not bend to these tyrants. 
they're playing games, they're putting threatening notices out to you. But let's let's do this. Let's listen to what one parent says about these dangerous terrorist truckers. How about this? We all know one of the biggest things going on right now in Canada is the Freedom Convoy 2022. And I'm so glad the truckers decided to do that because for the last couple years, our children have suffered so much. And I know my children are so excited about it. They love to see pictures and whatnot and go out to these slow rolls and see all these trucks, hear all the honking. They're just so excited. And I just got to show you something really precious here. I stayed up a little late. And as I went to go to bed, walk through our hallway, and I show you what I saw. It's my little boys. We're playing convoy for freedom. <laughs> they got their tractors out, a little fire truck, the pickups. Not as big as the big convoy, but that's what they're playing. They're so excited about it. And I just thought this is too good not to share. Thank you all, and I'm so glad our truckers are bringing this excitement for our children. That's those despicable, horrible terrorists doing this as they clean up garbage in the cities, as they set up clean camps, unlike the garbage pit that Chaz was and the garbage pit that U.S. cities are with all the homeless. These are truckers that are taking and maintaining their spaces, citizens that are bringing food to them, and you've got a police officer calling them a, is calling it a volatile situation. The only volatility is that the deep state is in panic. And these cops that are playing this game are nothing but hand puppets of tyranny. They're fascists, Nazis, same thing. Might as well put on a brown shirt and some jack, shoot, jack boots. If they don't want to take a stand for the people, that is exactly what it is. They are Nazis. RCMP, I hope you're listening. Join the right side. Put down your damn badge for the state. Join the people and get on the right side of this. We know there's good cops out there because we've seen the videos of the police that have been bumping fists. And we know that we've seen the firemen standing with them, first responders. There's great first responders out there that understand what's going on. But these mouthpieces for the state, our FBI that's working with the RCMP, there's no excuse. These are terrorists, domestic terrorists of the real kind, because they're putting people's liberty at risk. They're choosing to enforce these mandates, which they all know is illegal. They know what the intention is. They know the economy is about ready to collapse. They know exactly that they're out here killing people with these shots. Don't forget that. People are dying. They are injecting children, and children are dying. There is a list, a litany of kids now in Australia that are ending up with permanent damage, blood clots, neural problems, heart attacks, myocarditis, you name it. This is not a game, and any police officer that's enforcing these is enforcing death to children. Get that clear. And death to our elderly. So be riled up. Do not let them intimidate you. Canada's doing a great job of holding the line. They really are. So this is something that we have to keep supporting them in any way we can. I'll tell you right now, this is this is a tough time. I want to have you listen to, this is a, a clip here of the 
threat that these people are facing, it's, it's horrible. I'm sure you understand this, that the Canadians are actually out here encouraging people to come together. This has got to be the biggest threat ever. Now, hold on. It is a bit of an inconvenience for some people, but it's also been an inconvenience for the last two years to have our governments, both federally and provincially, doing things to us, forcing us to do things without the proper evidence and justification, and then, to top it all off, turning us on each other. It's interesting that when we started to understand what was going on, when more and more of us started standing up and speaking out, all of a sudden the narrative changed. Now it became a problem of the un... Right? The division started, the seeds were planted, and Canada started turning on each other. Neighbors phoning the cops on neighbors, family members refusing to have their other family come to their house for Christmas. The division started, and it's been getting worse ever since. That's why stuff like this is so important. I'll tell you, yeah, that's getting very important for Canadians to come together. Let me uh, hit you with another one here. The amazing part about this, I'm going to tell you why Canada is going to win and why the U.S. is still lagging way behind. And it's very simple, and it's going to be a little clip here for 1 minute and 21 seconds. If you're looking for Canada's preachers right now, they're not standing behind the buildings hiding behind their little cubbies, whatever they're doing. They're getting out on the streets and they're talking, they're preaching. One of the truckers who was a pastor was on Tucker the other night. And this pastor here is doing the right thing, right out there, right in front of the big old Capitol building in Ontario, Toronto, wherever he is. And Lord, that you would remind them of the 25 Bible verses that are engraved in this parliament. Lord, that they would get up the next day and cancel their question period and go on and read the scriptures and fall on their knees and call on the God of this country. Father, I ask, have mercy on us. Father, we repent of having left the foundation. I ask you, Lord, bring us back. And Father, give us a leader that fears God. Give us a leader like we had in Diefenbaker, who said, I am a Canadian, a true Canadian, one that can worship God, Lord, as he feels he should. Lord, I ask you, bring us back to that. Father, forgive us of having left the foundation. Be with us now and bring us back together. Lord, as the multitude comes here this weekend, Lord, I ask that you would help us, that it would be peaceful. Lord, the whole world is watching. Father, the whole world is watching. Father, we ask, help us, oh God, to be the Canada that we need to be. In Jesus' holy name, amen and amen. You know, it's really amazing to me is we are sitting in a country here that was has its constitution, its declaration of independence, all framed around God. And we're fighting to get people to accept God. Canada, for a long time, has been a pretty much an agnostic nation. And I'm going to be very honest. What we're witnessing right here is how God works massively. You're finding truckers getting together and praying. You're finding people singing prayer. You're finding pastors out on the front line preaching as it should be. I'll tell you, I've told you about my good friend, Ben Emery. He's a pastor up in Ontario. 
and he is a firebrand. He is a true black robe. I'll tell you, I haven't been impressed yet with the, with this revival of our pastors in this nation. Not at all. There are some good ones, but there's way too many, way too many mega church circus shows. Way too many that want to sit on the side and just let their people be pew compliant. This isn't about being pew compliant. This is about being the warrior of Christ. Flip the tables. This is time. Flip tables. And this is time to literally get up and flip them hard. Canada is doing this and pushing the window, and it is a great thing to witness. Now, I just want to remind you about uh, our favorite lead actor tonight. Listen to this again. past few days, Canadians were shocked and, frankly, disgusted by the behavior displayed by some people protesting in our nation's capital. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Here's one for you. Tucker brought up this last night. I'm still stunned that Tucker did this. He played a game show on his show. Here it comes. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada to our north, is actually the son of a famous dictator. And frankly, it appears to be true. Is that famous dictator, A, Colonel Muammar Gaddafi of Libya, B, Fidel Castro of Cuba, or C, Chairman Mao of China? Mark Jones. Let's go with A. A. Hey, by the way, I think that's a better guess. I'm not sure it's correct, but we'll find out. Roll tape. That's Margaret Trudeau, and I can't figure out if she's smiling more. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I think that the the, the chemistry between both Trudeaus with Fidel was very, very good. And in the first book, which I remember reading, she said that uh, Fidel was the sexiest man she'd ever met, and she spent the whole time flirting with him. A thought she absolutely repeated when asked. Oh, what a charmer. And you know why he's in power. Did Margaret Trudeau bear the love child of Fidel Castro, and does he now run Canada? And, of course, the answer is for sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There you go. It's the love child. Trudeau's the love child of Castro. We all knew it. But now Tucker's told the world, hey, Trudeau, how's that feel, Snip and Tuck? I bet that hurts. And where are you? By the way, Trudeau, as you're leading and standing to fight for Canada, squirreling away in your little hovel somewhere in a little room somewhere, telling Canada how bad it is as you ran away like a little girl. Uh-huh. Not going to happen. Canada's stronger than that. Oh, by the way, Canada, I didn't mean to insult your girls because your little girls are about a thousand times stronger than that weenie you got up there and the, your prime minister. So I'll tell you, Trudeau, you've awakened a dragon and it's coming at you and it's not going to stop at all. So, Patriots, we are all wondering, like, what's going to happen in the U.S.? What's going to go on here? Well, I do have an update from you from the U.S. truckers. This is about three minutes and 29 seconds. It's a good update, so listen carefully, and there's a lot of very good points and salient points that are being made here. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Uh, So I know a lot of uh, there's a lot of questions of why the date was moved back from the 1st to the 7th. Uh, Let me update you first on what happened today. We we merged with another group where doing numerous conference calls with them. They're a, a great group of people that um, they have, they're, they're like-minded uh, just like all of us. Uh, we also merged with uh, uh, freedomfighternation.org with uh, human rights attorney Lee Dundas and her assistant uh, Marine and uh, numerous other groups are going to be involved in, in the upcoming days and weeks. Uh, we had to move the date back because of there's certain legalities. Um, I know we live in a free country, and we have the constitutional right to uh, to uh, 
a freedom of speech and, and, and peacefully assemble. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we have the right to do just anything we want. So we have to get all the fine detail down. That those those it takes time. It took Canada eight months of planning. We're going to do this in less than a month. So you have to understand how extremely busy we are in the background. Uh, the things you don't see in the background, uh, honestly, would it, it would disturb you because it's so crazy, and it's not just one or two people. It's dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people fielding phone calls uh, doing I mean it, it's crazy there's a lot of I's that need to be dotted and T's that need to be crossed before we can make sure without a doubt that we're successful with this uh, This we have one shot at this ladies and gentlemen just one if we move prematurely it's all over with it's done um, but we don't get another shot uh, the, the federal government has proved us that they don't like people that, that go against what they tell you to do. And it's very unfortunate uh, because that's not uh, how our government was supposed to be set up. So I'm just asking you guys to please be patient with us. I, I know that's tough right now when everybody's emotions are, are high and the excitement is high and you see what Canada is doing and the success that they're having. Let them do their thing. That's Canada. We're America. We have 340 million people in this country. And not everybody agrees of what we're doing either. So we have to take all, all of this into consideration. These things take time. This is not McDonald's. It's not a drive through You don't get to speak into a speaker, get your order, and then pick it up uh, two minutes later. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Listen, I am... At my wit's end, just like a lot of you are, I'm impatient too. But we have to do this the right way and take everything into consideration. If we don't, it won't be successful. And we're not in this to fail. So just be patient with us. That's all we're asking. Uh, we, we have a lot of talks to do tomorrow, but it, it's going to be fine. So anyway, you guys have a great night. Thank you for being here. God bless. All right, Patriots, so this is a really good point. People are moving quickly. Canada is a smaller country. Its logistics are just as challenging. We've, But they have 40, 32 million people, roughly, on the entire nation. Canada's managed to mobilize with its great ground game over the last eight months. They're mobilizing 1.4 million people right now. That's 3% of their nation, and it's growing daily. We're still dealing with the mask idiots walking around here in zombies, and we have a very vicious government that's already taken hostage a bunch of people from January 6th. So we're ramping up, so be ready. When these truckers start to move, we're going to be in full force to support them. Bards Nation will be there. Don't worry. It's going to be part of this. But we have to really keep our head in the game here. The focus right now needs to make sure that Canada's hearing our support everywhere you can waking people up with what Canada's doing. Canada is the point on this fight. And what's really interesting for me, talking about full circle, I mean, when I was with Canada in, in Afghanistan, the Operation Mountain Thrust, which is what we were part of, it is incredible to me because it was the Canadians on point. The Americans were there, but the Canadians were on point. Smaller, 
little more agile, aggressive, a little bit crazy. Canadians can get crazy. Trust me. <laughs> like really crazy. And it's good because the world needs a little crazy. Canada, don't forget the crazy. That's what I'm going to tell you. We won our revolution because we were crazy. We did everything the impossible did. And right now, Canada is starting to show that same resolve. And the most amazing thing is Canada is fighting this fight with trucks, coffee, donuts, all sorts of really cool sweet tables they're putting out there, homemade food, and horns. They're honking people to death. Now, there's something about that that's really important to understand. It's important to understand this. That honking actually is doing a great service to those that are walking as zombies. It's a psychological issue. What's cracking me up is whether they realize it or not, Canada is using the same psychological tactics that we have used in war all over the world. Loud music, honking horns. What it does is it causes people mass agitation and it causes their cognitive systems to, to misfire. In other words, you're breaking their programming. So it is important that we continue that same thing here in the States. We've already shown that we can mobilize thousands. We can put boats on the water. We can line up cars for miles. We did that in Trump rallies. But President Trump is not in office. We've got a hand puppet, a Chinese hand puppet in our office, who isn't even the real dude. He's an actor. We've got a man who's calling herself a woman, itself a woman, Harris, for our vice president, 99% of our Congress is bought and sold by the deep state and big pharma. Keep that in mind. Now, Canada's pushing for no mandates. I get it. And they're already trying to tease up mandates. They came out today in Saskatchewan. Matter of fact, I'll just play you that clip. In Saskatchewan, they, they gave them this today. And that is why the proof of vaccination or the proof of negative test requirement that we have in Saskatchewan will very soon come to an end. Public health experts, including our, our chief medical health officer, Dr. Shahab, has signaled that Saskatchewan is near the peak of the Omicron wave and that we will see the pressure reduced on our health care system in the weeks to come. Pure garbage, pure absolute garbage. If they wanted, they, what they could do right now is drop those mandates yesterday, but they're not. They're trying to drag it out. They're trying to give people promises. And I think these people literally believe that if they give the Canadians a promise, like, we'll promise to do something, they'll, they'll all go home and be good little slaves. Canada's not showing any movement to do that. Canada's now awake and it's moving and it's on the march. Now, what our U.S. trucker representative stated there was important because we have a ground game to do between now and the time they launch and then all the way through. And everybody out here listening, you need to be getting people aware of what's coming. If we're going to do this fight and we're going to do this fight right, we have to break the back of the system our way. This system's going down, patriots. It doesn't matter what it is. This system is going to collapse on itself. They are planning to trigger it. That's the headlines that are now starting to shape. The BlackRock representative is telling you, we're at the end of the debt bubble. There's no more money. There's nothing more they can do. They are at the end. The derivative market is in the quadrillions, and it's all about ready to implode. It's literally like putting the whole thing together with bailing wire and duct tape. And what they're trying to do is they've been trying to milk this along so they could get their infrastructure in place. They needed their Skynet put up by Elon Musk. They need their 5G network on the ground. They need a certain percentage of people injected with the first, second, third, and fourth shot. 
They needed to have a certain level of death wave going on. They needed to secure a number of properties so they could make sure that they could man they could manufacture a food shortage and a starvation. They needed to have all their pieces in place to engineer the global weather. All of this is part of their plan. At the same time, they needed to have their AI systems in place so that they could start monitoring and tracking everybody for global social credit scores. They had to have the military broken enough so they could put in enough of their own people so they could turn the military into a tyrannical enforcement agency. They had to have enough police weeded out so they could have their loyal tan shirts, brown shirts in ranks with their jackboots ready to wear. Canada's a little farther along on that evolution with their police. Our police have a choice right now, and it's an important one, because I know there's some great police officers in this nation, and we have great sheriffs in this nation. The sheriffs have been forward in this fight. We've seen the great sheriffs. We have a great sheriff in my county. We have a dirtbag police chief in our county. In our town, he's a dirtbag. I'd like to see him go yesterday. He supported BLM. That's enough for me to say bye. Our sheriff, not so. We have got to get people aware of what's going on. All right. So the, for the police officers, you're going to have to make a hard choice. People and liberty versus your loyalty to your damn pension. And no one cares about your pension. Here's the bad news for you. If you think you have a pension, if you think you have money stuck away in a 401k, if you think you have any of that, it's already gone. What you have is a piece of paper that's telling you that. When they crash this economy, and they will, and my guess is now they're maneuvering to crash it sooner than expected because they're seeing people wake up. And the only way they can get people back under their control, they believe, is to rupture the economy underneath them. So they strand people out without money. We already see the maneuver today in a different way of crashing things by GoFundMe to take $9 million, unprecedented. And if people don't get their refund by the 22nd of February, GoFundMe is going to give that money out to the charities of their choice, which you can almost guarantee every one of them in one way or another will be tied to a pedo. That's a pedophile, so we're clear. All of those things you can be ready to see. So they are ready to trigger the economy. It is time. If you have not prepared, make sure you've got six months to a year of of rations on board. You have to be ready. This is a real fight, patriots. This is the war we've been talking about. And right now, where we have the advantage is we are pressing them faster than they want to be pressed. Their systems aren't all in place yet. Believe me, they have got a lot of systems ready to roll. But their whole coordination of this isn't going on schedule. And they can't control a global awakening of people. Yes, they can isolate people. They can move a few trucks. They can arrest a few people. They can't arrest the whole country of Canada. They can't arrest even 3% of Canada. That's 1.4 million people. They can't do that. That's why we have the, the legends of the three percenters, because it was 3% of the colonies that led the fight. That's what Canada's at now. Their first revolution, ironically, is leading with the 3%. And it's glorious to watch. It's glorious to witness. But America's got to wake up and be ready to go. And the way we can ensure that happens is put some trust in these truckers, in our truckers, in this assembly that's happening but be ready to execute when they start moving. And that doesn't mean just go to D.C. I don't agree with the truckers assembling on D.C. That's their game. I personally think we need to shut the entire transportation system down, every major hub across this country. That means shut off supplies to every major city that's a blue city that's playing these dirtbag games. Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, 
You even need to shut off the, the flow of goods out of the port of Houston. We need to sh- shut off the flow of goods into New York. We need to shut off most import, one of the most important cities in the nation for truck traffic is Atlanta. It needs to be severed. Blockaded with just too many cars plugging the roads. This is how we will fight. And this is how we can support the truckers is by mobilizing when they start to move. It doesn't, we can't just put all the burden on the truckers. Canada's doing an amazing job right now of joining in. You've got truckers, you've got farmers. We've seen great images of first responders. We've seen people. The Canada's greatest win right now is it reconnected with itself. They've built unity and through the building of unity and fellowship, they're rediscovering that power and faith in God. And as a nation, they're doing a beautiful job. But their fight is only just beginning. There, this, this totalitarian world that we're in, this police state that has been quietly built on the back end of all of our tax dollars, it's getting ready to move. It doesn't want to be tempted. And it's not, the thing is, they're going to make examples of people. They're going to make overt threats. They're going to start targeting weakness. That's what they always do. They'll talk, target the older woman. They did this in Australia today. They cleared out a place where people were assembling in front of a woman. They heard two children were pulled away. They took the woman and slammed her on her face, almost knocked her out. That's what the police did. We are not dealing with normal human beings once they get narcotic of power in their head. Once you give a police officer a gun and a badge and he starts to think he's got power over people instead of being part of the people to defend them, he becomes a fascist. This is a very fine line. And right now, it's going to be up to us to be communicating to these folks, letting them know where we're going to be and what we expect of them because we pay their taxpayer dollars. The problem is that they're obedient to these hand puppets of China and the deep state, and they have to start making the hard decision because this is not going to fly. Canada will not tolerate much more of this RCMP garbage, and they're not anyway. They're just telling the RCMP to go pound sand as they need to. But, of course, Canada's going to pull its little normal tricks like every deep state country will. It's going to use its satellites. It's going to use its cyber stuff. It's going to try to shut down accounts. It's going to try to arrest people. It's going to try to sever people from their income so they can't buy food. Okay. This is where the real fight comes. This is what we endured during the revolution of our own country when Britain cut off things. When Great Britain started to sever supplies and we had to raise money when we had no money. These are the same types of fights, but when we endure it, we will win. But the lesson we have to learn from our own revolutionary period is do not trust these people in charge. Our country won the fight in the revolution by the people. And we were sold out by a few of our founding fathers. One notable was John Jay, who laughed later thought it was comical that he was so hated that he could ride from Pennsylvania to New York at night under the light of the effigies that were being burned of him. That's how much they hated him, and he thought it was comical. I don't find it comical. He sold us out to England. So right now what we can do as a, as a global audience is to give as much support to Canada but mobilize locally. This is time. Start getting things ready. Start talking to people. Start getting people aware of what's happening. Encourage your truckers because they're going to be the lead. Why? Because they run the supply chains. You shut down the trucking. You shut down the movement of goods and services. 
and it's going to be tough on people. And those that are not prepared are going to whine and cry. And I'm just going to shrug my shoulders and say, well, suck it up because you have a choice. You can either become an internal slave with these people or we can break their system and get them down to our, our level and start fighting them. We have to not only break their system of goods and services and not let them be delivered so their companies start to go bankrupt. And that's a big ticket, but that has to happen on a global level. And then we have to start working on breaking the ranks of those hand puppets that they have to enforce the laws. They have to start joining the people and it will happen. But that's going to come through this solid position, not taking violence to the streets, but taking the sword of the spirit to the streets and really pushing harding with God, our faith and the strength of liberty that we have. It's so important. Justin Trudeau fled the capital. I want you to put this in context. He fled the capital of Canada. We don't even know where he is. That little troll hand puppet love child of Fidel Castro is now in hiding, claiming that he's out there to fight. He's never going to put his foot on the front lines because he knows very well that the majority of Canada hates him. His, epi- his pockets, when they can find them, they're going to be interviewed, his little, his little love children that he has himself. They're going to be interviewed by CBC and all the hand puppets of the state media. It's going to be the same game here. So let's buckle up. We have a big fight ahead of us. And we're going, to have to, we're going to be part of this fight as it moves out. So it is important right now that everybody stays focused. Remember the seven pillars of county by county. These are important pillars. There's good reasons that we started getting those in place almost a year ago. Getting people to start thinking about home churches, homeschooling, building your Patriot Garden, getting food growing in your, in your backyard or on your counter or on your, on your balcony or all three. Getting yourself in a position of right work, not dependent upon corporate systems of income. Taking care of your health so that you have control over your health and wellness, so that you're not dependent on the, these internment camps we call hospitals. Getting informed so you understand what's going on in your local community. Who are your good action agents? Who aren't? That's called informed action. And above all, stewardship and conservation, being able to make th- use of what God gives us and make good use of it so we don't waste because everything is going to count. This has all been the preparation for war. And whether or not this thing pops tomorrow or pops in a year, it's not. it doesn't change the game. Every single day your head is in this game because as we push them, they're going to push back harder. And as the world suddenly starts to come together and Canada has lit that fuse, we have to make sure that there's a lot of gunpowder on that fuse because we want this thing to burn big across the world. Every nation needs to be shutting its supply chain systems down. Every single nation. Because as the people shut it down, it's on our terms, not on theirs. And that's how you take it to the enemy. When the enemy least expects it, you attack them. And you attack viciously. You take the high ground. You destroy their infrastructure. You destroy their ability to move people and goods and services. You stop it dead. And we control it. And then we persevere over them because they are not ready to respond to that right there. They cannot control the global numbers of people that we have. Their numbers are not that big, but they will try to tell you that they are. They will intimidate you with technologies. They will intimidate you with big guns. Big deal. Let them intimidate because we have God and God in our heart and we walk with Christ in our front and we will not fail. Canada, be strong. Hold the line. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, a time now that we come together as mighty warriors of Christ across this globe. Lord, we are reminded that Proverbs 24, 6, for by wise guidance, you will wage war and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. So let us continue as we march forward to align together, to be together, to rely on each other for that wise counsel, and Lord, above all, to put Christ in our heart and to hear you clearly. Let us push forward in this fight. Let us see that warrior, those warrior, that warrior fire of righteousness alight within all the people, all your children across this globe. Let this tyranny face truly the true power of love and unity as we can only do as your children on this globe. We stand together. We will walk together. We will die together. But Lord, we have no intention of dying. We're right here, right now, occupying this land and expanding the kingdom as we shall do. That is our prime directive. And so we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Time to fire it up, patriots. Lots of chatter to do, lots of people to awaken. Now, before I close tonight, I also want to acknowledge one major group in Canada that I didn't mention tonight, but it's all is important to mention. It's our farmers. The farmers are those who produce the food. They're putting out their tractors out there. They're getting their people out there. This is a big deal. This is a big, big deal. Canada's showing a unity across boundaries, not just the supply chains, but the food itself. And they understand very well that that's going to affect all Canadians. But we're not going to get through this without pain. And that's why we have to stay strong together. We come together, we unite together, we walk together. So prayers up for Canada. Canada, keep strong. This is a beautiful time in this globe. And it's unbelievable that the Canucks have taken to the lead. But I'll tell you, having worked worked with them in Afghanistan, when they get fired up, there's nothing. They will get in their way and nothing that will stop them to meet their goal. God bless you, Canada. All right, patriots, head up and eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers right now has to anchor us deeply to the rock of faith. We have to walk strongly with God in our heart, tight with with Christ, an intimate relationship with Christ to move through this time. Do not have any fear. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God's going to win. But we have a mission here and now, in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. And we will not fail. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now.
meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, 
we fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.